As business owners, we often find ourselves caught up in the frenzy of content creation and marketing, constantly chasing that next big thing, maybe chasing that, creating that next video or thinking that the next video is going to go viral. But what happens? What if we took a, a slightly different approach? What if we embraced mindfulness and slowness in our journey? And I know that mindfulness might sound a little bit woo for this podcast, but hear me out. Today's episode is part of a mini series called Mindful Content Creation, where we talk about different strategies to help you be more intentional and purposeful in your content creation as part of your entrepreneurial journey. I'm Jessenia, your video podcast and content creation coach, and this is Focus and Bloom Podcast. Here we share mindful marketing strategies to help you create more impactful content for your podcast. Being mindful about content creation and marketing in general means being intentional with your message, understanding your audience and doing so on a deeper level. Also, it means aligning your values with your marketing strategies. So it's not about going and grabbing your camera, creating a reel, creating a podcast, creating a YouTube channel because everybody is saying you need to do this. No, it's really pausing and, and keeping present your purpose, your mission, And then figuring out and deciding if creating that reel, creating that podcast, creating that YouTube channel is a good tool that will then be in alignment with your goals and then help you move forward and and be purpose driven uh, in terms of when you're creating content and how you're creating content so that you're able to reach the right audience and make that impact that you are wanting to, to make with your audience and your community. So mindful content creation is about creating content that resonates with your customers and brings value to their lives and makes that impact. It also allows you to build that genuine connection and cultivates long-term relationships. So that means that you're building that know, like, and trust. So let's talk about the importance of slow, intentional days. And when I say slow, it's not just slow as in lazy. It's like intentional and purpose-driven. We currently live in a world where we're glorified by the constant uh productivity in the hustle. And I actually, I've mentioned this before. I personally do not like the word hustle because it kind of has a little bit of workaholic tendency. So, and and I do get it where it comes from and I understand it, but uh, we often switch that by thinking, we often associate that hustle with if you're not working all the time, you're not doing anything or you're actually not working or, you know, you're not uh, worthy of, you know, the success that you want. Um, so there's, you know, there's a lot of imposter syndrome going on there and that, that pressure of like, you need to be working, working, working. And that's not the truth. That's not the reality of it. So my invitation to you with this episode and with the series is for you to take a step back, slow down, maybe do a little bit of a pause so that you can actually take a, a, Uh, look at where everything is, how you're doing, how you're feeling about the content that you're creating and analyze the results that you're getting with the content that you're creating with your services, with your business and everything. And then from there, allow that time that you'll take for that pause to then recharge, reflect, and then make more conscious purpose-driven decisions. So slowness it doesn't mean being lazy or unproductive. It's being deliberate with your time and your tasks and focusing on what truly matters and being present in the moment. So when you embrace those slow days, what you can do is some of the benefits of doing that is you can help 
reduce stress. You can also increase your creativity and find more joy in your work. I can't remember if I talked about it in this episode in my Spanish podcast in Bloom Creativo, but I talked about my four day work week and how I went from being extremely burned out a few years ago to then slowly reducing my work hours during the week, but being intentional in how I managed to do that. So going from working Monday through Friday, plus whatever time I could dedicate on the weekends to then Monday through Thursday, and then half day Fridays, and then see how that works. And then up to where I'm like right now, where I'm working Monday to Thursdays, but Monday is actually my CEO day. This actually took a lot of time, but it really has allowed me to be very intentional with the things that I want to launch with the clients that I want to work with, with how I'm charging for the services that I'm charging, because all of this will help me create that quote unquote perfect, because nothing is perfect, but as perfect as possible, uh, work-life balance that works for me, for my life and for the goals that I have. So I want to, I want you to see this as an opportunity for you to observe and, and, and reflect on the things that you're doing so that whatever it is that you're doing is actually working in favor of your version of that work-life balance. So to help you with this, I'm going to be sharing some tips to help you integrate mindfulness into your content creation and your marketing practices. And the first one is start by setting clear intentions with your content. Ask yourself, why you're creating it, and what value it brings to your audience. Take the time to understand your audience's needs, but also be aware of what season in your business you're in. If you're in a growth season or if you're in a launching season, all of this will come into play in, in the way that you are creating the content, planning your content, and then sharing it across your different platforms. Number two is to practice mindfulness while creating content. And this means to be fully present in the process and focus on quality over quantity. So if at the moment you are only able to produce two episodes for your podcast a month, then make sure that you are producing the best two episodes for the month that you can possibly do. And then when you have more time, more creative energy, more space in your, in your day, in your week, and, and the resources required for you to then produce more than that, then by all means, go for it. But be very intentional as you're increasing this amount of production, because again, you want to make sure that you're keeping that quality in the content that you're sharing, not just increasing the quantity of what you're sharing. The next one is to embrace slow and intentional days. And this means scheduling regular breaks, setting boundaries and prioritizing self-care. I can definitely tell you that boundaries is one of the hardest things for me to set because if you, if you don't, if you're the one that is setting these boundaries and you're the one that's breaking them, nobody else will follow them. And it's actually one of the things that I really struggle a lot in, in, in actually respecting my own boundaries. So there's a lot of mindset behind that. There's a lot of work behind that. Uh, because in my case, what, what happens to me is like, I set these boundaries, but then I'm like, yeah, but I really want to do this. So, ooh, but part of me saying that I need to do this, really go back to your purpose and your why. So when this happens, remember that you have a purpose as to why you put those boundaries there in the first place. Those boundaries will help you in the larger scheme of things, in, in helping you continue with the purpose that you have in your mission when, with your business. So be kind with yourself as you are being more mindful in your content creation, in your entrepreneurial experience. Be kind to yourself always. The next one is incorporate moments of reflection into your content creation process. So 
take a, take some time to consider the impact of the message that you're sharing and the work that you're putting out there. This could be part of those slow intentional days. This could be something where you're evaluating your analytics, where you're evaluating uh, the performance of your podcast every month, every quarter, and see what is resonating. If, are you seeing any trends in the content? Are, how are you feeling with the content that you're putting out there? When I started my business, I started as a portrait photographer. And then from there, I pivoted many times from fashion and portrait to weddings and portrait and branding. And then from there, kind of went away and then away from photography and more into the marketing and podcasting world. So that wasn't overnight. That was a process that I really had to think about and, and ponder because I, I, I wasn't sure what was my next step? So if you're finding yourself in that moment or where you're in between a pivot, or maybe it looks like you're going to be pivoting, take time to evaluate where you are, how you're feeling and reflect on all of that so that you can then make your decisions from a place where you are as objective as you possibly can. The next thing is to practice active listening and engage with your audience regularly. So don't post and ghost. <laughs> Respond to your audience's uh, comments and ask for their feedback and build meaningful connections. And I know it's kind of hard to get feedback because, you know, we're always afraid of, of not getting the, the response that we want, but it's actually a good opportunity for us for growth. And it's one of the things that I would always tell my students is like, you know, when, when we would present, when students would present their work in class, I would always ask everybody to say why they liked it or they, or why they didn't like it and, and actually pinpoint something. So don't just say like, I like this or I'm not liking it, but like really go deeper. Like, what is it that is moving you? What is it that is not causing any effect in your life or, or in, in at that moment? So yes, listen to what your business is telling you. The next one is to experiment with different content formats and delivery methods to keep your marketing strategies fresh and engaging. Not only that, but as you're doing this, you're you're also working with your creativity. You're avoiding having to do the same repetitive thing. So uh, the more things that you are experimenting and testing, the better for you. Because first of all, if you don't try something, you won't know if you like it or if it works. So it's always good to be open-minded and, and be open to testing new things and trying out new things and being okay if something doesn't work out. The next one is to take time and evaluate and analyze. Kind of goes back to that going to that slow and intentional day. You want to take time to evaluate and analyze everything and analyze the effectiveness of your marketing efforts and then adjust your strategies based on the data that you find and the insights that you're going to get. I'm going to go back to that smart goals of like, what are your smart goals? So specific, measurable, attainable, relatable, time bound. Use that as your guide as to like, you know, where things are going. Have you reached those goals? What are you work? What are you doing currently to reach those goals? Is there something in, in your journey that has made you not reach a milestone, but then you can look at that point and then realize that, oh, wait, I, there's something that I didn't take into account when I was setting these goals. And then you can, that's a moment where you'll readjust. The next thing is that if you have a team that works with you, cultivate a supporting and nurturing work environment that encourages mindfulness and well-being for yourself and your team. 
Don't micromanage your team. Really don't. It's the worst. Leave room for their own creativity. Be clear with how you're sharing your goals and sharing uh, the vision that you have for your business. And, and also be clear in their responsibilities. But create a space where everybody has a seat at the table, where everybody is valued and their insights are valued. Don't just be all um, micromanaging and, and want to control everything because that's not going to help out. Not to mention that micromanagement doesn't actually work well with the productivity. So that's actually not great. So yes, let's avoid that. And finally, repurpose your content. Don't just create content for the sake of it, publish and forget it. Be intentional in what you're creating in choosing the platforms that you're creating on and the type of format that you're creating because you want to make sure that you're maximizing the time and the energy and the effort that you're putting to every single piece of content that you're sharing. So that's where podcasting and video podcasting becomes such a great tool because it's part of that long form content that you can repurpose in so many ways. If you're creating a podcast and you can create a newsletter from that, a blog from that, several social media posts, several Instagram reels or YouTube shorts, you can even go create stories and go live and talk about that episode. So there's so many things and so many ways that you can repurpose one single piece of content. So be very intentional with the content that you're sharing, how you're creating it. And again, going back to acknowledging where, what season you're in, if it's your, if, if it's your launch season or if you're, if you're in the growth season. So all of that will play in together into what is your next type of content? What's the content that you're going to be creating next? I hope you found this episode insightful and inspiring and remember to be mindful and intentional with what you do in your business and everything that you're putting out there in your content until next time. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss out any new episodes from this mindful content creation series. See you then. Whether you have a podcast in audio or video as an entrepreneur, you want to make sure that your podcast has a purpose and a role within your business. If you're looking at ways to level up your podcast production, maybe you want to take it to video and you need help figuring out a workflow that makes sense to you, to your team, and a strategy that helps drive more connections and more sales, then you want to check out my podcast strategy sessions. You can visit focusemblemstudios.com to learn more or visit the link included in the description.